We are live, people. You call this alive? <laughs> really? Episode 28. Episode 28, A Theory of Home. We're going to talk about home today. Home? Yeah. Home is where the heart is. Yeah. On the other memory card before we had to format it because we ran out of time and space. Be ready with uh, clinics because we're going to cry a lot probably. Talking yeah. about home. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we talk about home today, man? We're talking about home yeah. because I miss it. I know you miss aspects of it. Yeah, for sure. But we actually have a bit of a break from the rain. It's been raining for almost 48 hours straight. Mm-hmm. And this is the first bit of real break it looks like we've had. So there's just a lot of things that uh, mm. make me miss home. And... The concepts attached and associated with home, to me, are greater than just a physical location. Yeah. This is the case for most people, but I think for a lot of people, they think this idea of home is mm-hmm. a place, a specific yeah. you know, GPS coordinate in the world somewhere, mm-hmm. and that is the place where they call home. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, home is more concepts and these things that you can lean into easily yeah so i mean like a big concept for me is the concept of friends right yeah typically your home has friends there right and so i think that's a huge factor of why this place is definitely not home for me mm-hmm. so we don't have really any friends here other than yeah you know you train with some people and then people we've met in passing you know whether they be tourists mm-hmm. or locals things like that yeah so, just wanting to get back to uh, U.S. soil. <laughs> yeah, true, man. Some true. friends. Yeah, I mean, we miss um, we miss a lot of things, right? And um, we it's it's more than complaints that we have some negative things about here, right? Um, we understand those things. It's just that um, we're just ready to go home. <laughs> That's more than uh, anything. That it's not that we don't like this place anymore. Uh, we a bit talked about why we're living, why we changed our plans. Because mm-hmm. original original plan was to stay there uh, here for at least six months or a year. But um, on the uh, last week's episode, we talked about why we why we changed our plans and why mm-hmm. we're you know going back home. And I guess uh, today's discussion is a bit of a, an extension of that, and plus. While we think of home and why it is important for us, yeah, you know all that, right? Yeah, it's kind of funny that we're even saying home because mm-hmm. neither of us really yeah, in the U.S. We don't I, actually yeah. have we don't actually have a physical home. It's not like yeah. there's a place we're going back to in the U.S. specifically, immediately, yeah. right? I mean, I mean Arizona, you and I especially yeah. have that kind of lives, you know, um, where most people. Or what is what's considered a normal um, in any country in is you grow up with your siblings and family, you know, um, you leave home when you go to college, you know, whatever after high school, and live your life. I mean, that's sort of like a, a normal story, right? Yeah. But for us, fucking long journey, you know. Um, <laughs> 
unconventional journey, right? Very unconventional. That's why you lived all over the world when you were young. Yeah. And I mean, you were with your family, but yeah, yeah. Also, the loss, you know, growing up from there, you know, all that. Yeah. You have such a uh, unconventional life story in relation to home, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. Because I left to home early. The first time I left to home was I was 13 or 14. Wow. Um, I mean, years before that, I found out that my stepmother is not my mom anymore. You know, mm. I, you know, came to, I discovered that my uh, biological mother exists at the time, like when I was 13 or 12. And then when I was 14, I mean, my turmoil, teenager turmoil started that, you know, right then when I found out about my biological mother and all that. I didn't go home often, you know. My uh, dad beat me up a lot, but I didn't care, you know. <laughs> so when I talk to parents or uh, people who have been, I, I want to say physical abuse. You can call it that way, but from my perspective, I'm a man, you know, none of those Physical punishment was and was um, unreasonable. You know, I I fucked up a lot of things. I'm mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that doesn't give him the right to physically beat me up. You know. Yeah. But I was a troublemaker. You know, and I'm sure that was his best way to handle with that. You know. So, but anyway, it, all that you know, left home months didn't go back home you know the first year of high school i went back and went to school you know graduated uh well I, in the meantime i i left home again <laughs> and i came back graduated high school that's when i started kickboxing and then went to the military after that is the history right i met my ex-wife left the fucking country yeah you know, pretty big move yeah all that huge move mm-hmm. I mean, so leave the country the definition of home has been has changed a lot for me, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for that reason, you know, when I was young, home was um, where there's rice and kimchi, basically. You know, my <laughs> grandma, you know, so in there, <laughs> you know, where my grandma is, right? But she, she passed. You know, I'm not really close to my parents, so like in I I was born and raised in South Korea, but I don't really currently when I say home. I'm not referring to South Korea. I'm more yeah. of referring to U.S. I don't know why it's become that way. I mean, still I have, as you know, I have close friends in Korea. I have my sister and families, but I consider uh, uh, U.S. more of my home mm-hmm. because my values have changed a lot dramatically. Actually, uh, since I met my ex-wife, since I moved to the U.S., my value system changed dramatically. You know, wow. so that's why I think I consider home, uh, uh, U.S. home, today. Yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, that's a big life change, value system changing entirely, mm-hmm. cultural. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's a lot of things shared from the U.S. culture to me, mm-hmm. other cultures that permeate, but entirely different experience to be in the middle of it, especially yeah. since you can get a very different experience depending on which city you go to in the U.S. Yeah. But you're in Dallas, so that's a major city. That's definitely not mm-hmm. it's not the middle of nowhere yeah. by any means. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure culture shock to a degree was a real thing. Just yeah. kind of adjusting and 
once you finally found you've adjusted to something that that is that big and different, I think oftentimes you don't realize how much of an impact it had on you mm-hmm. until you're away from it again or enough time has elapsed so you can look back to who you were or what mm-hmm. you were and that type of value system and stuff. And yeah. you could see like, oh shit, my life is way different. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I have memories or I think about certain things or who I was or where I was and I feel almost like that was an entirely different person. Like it's very yeah. hard to believe sometimes that that was part of my reality. Yeah. That actually happened. That's yeah. who I was. I'm like, whoa. Very <laughs> strange, surreal feeling. Yeah. But also uniquely powerful because you realize change is possible and capable. Yeah. And then you live in a new world because of it. Yeah. I mean, even when we were watching yesterday when we were watching the documentary they talked about yeah. weed and the blatant racism <laughs> with all the laws and things like that. And I was like, whoa. I mean, I've heard of some of these things, but I didn't think it was like outright actual yeah. racism. But then to see that and the evidence they provide to show that right. kind of also made me feel like, Wow. And, I, you know, I've always felt like this. Obviously, we're here. I've yeah. always felt like the U.S. is fucked up in a lot of ways and yeah. has its problems. But this isn't one I would have thought was actually legitimately a problem. Yeah. Because I, mean, I didn't. We didn't. We, we had do, heard about it, right? Yeah, but you didn't smoke. I didn't smoke. We never did weed. So unless you're in that culture yeah. and have a more mm-hmm. um, robust understanding of, yeah. you know, marijuana and drugs and things like that weed specifically weed yeah. you would never associate that with you know the african-american community yeah or where its origins from yeah and how you would just never see like how impactful and yeah. commonplace that is yeah. unless you were actually a user or had friends or something like that mm-hmm. and even the term user summons this kind of gross negative yeah thing but i guess what i'm saying is like that to me kind of highlighted like, oh shit, you know, there's things that need to be changed and worked on in the US and you mm. can be one of the proponents of doing it. You yeah. Know, like there's things that can get better. Yeah. You know, you can help spread yeah. good information and kind of uh, demystify these things around drugs mm-hmm. and then highlight the issues around, you know, racist and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was exciting. It made my, it made me feel, I don't want to say homesick, yeah, but kind of compelled to be like, oh, man, I want more people to be aware of what's yeah, going on. Yeah. You know, like it was very weird to be like, oh, that's yeah. my home, and it's yeah. fucked up. I, feel I think that's, like why you, I I think that's because it. you care about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, think, I feel, I feel uh, in a similar way, too, that one, before that feeling, I was... I was thinking that, wow, I, I had no idea about this. But, you know, after all, this, you know, um, including uh, weed in the uh, this um, Schedule Substance 1, Category 1, right, was nothing more than just, you know, um, another form of oppression. You know? Yeah, totally. Like, and documentary, the documentary did a great job. I mean, the storytelling was great because the first half they talked about how great it is. You know, the funny part of it, yeah, uh, fun part of it, rather, 
And then they made a transition to why we're here today, um, touched on history, and then gradually, you know, the, the core problem of um, the um, we, right? Mm-hmm. Which is racism. I, yeah. So that was uh, really refreshing. I thought I knew a lot about U.S. history, but I guess, I mean, that was, I, it made me feel like, wow, I had no, like, I didn't have any idea about it. <sighs> it's hard to even look at the U.S. the same anymore, yeah. honestly. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we know some, some policies are like that, right? I mean, we, we know that, right? But I just felt like very ignorant yesterday. Just watching that, wow, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I had I, fucking no clue. I think for me, it's because I usually put things more towards, yeah. you know, negative stereotypes about home in regards to capitalism. Right. You know, I just see things as kind of financially fucked up. You know, they're mm-hmm. taking advantage of people. Mm-hmm. You know, the means of production are controlled by the elite, blah, blah, blah. And think mm-hmm. it's more of a capitalistic problem. Yeah. But then that highlighted you know even drugs yeah there's a capital gain for people mm-hmm. for sure entirely a real thing but the people that are di- disproportionately affected in passing these laws you mm-hmm. know back when they did or if they're currently doing the same thing was legitimately racism yeah. like legitimately racism not even about just money yeah. i mean entirely i was like whoa entirely motivated crazy. by racism entirely yeah, yeah and there's no no doubt about uh, it it, I almost felt – it's one of the – this is the, the thing about knowledge. Every time you learn, like truly learn something, mm-hmm. you feel you feel kind of ashamed that you didn't know. Yeah. You know, kind of like, what the – it's so, so obviously, like yeah. right there, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I felt like I missed out like, on what, it. You know? What is happening? Yeah. I. But now we know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just speechless when I uh, when I saw it. But I mean, we're we're making uh, amends, right? Um, I mean, this is just a big subject. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to conclude this with you know shining solution. I don't have one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's just you know I'm not I'm not devastated by the fact because it's the past, right? Um, we all know how severe the racism was before um it's just part of it at the end i think i'm not i'm not saying that was a good thing i'm just saying that it's just part of all the things that were happening you know yeah. it's not standing out alone problem yeah. you know so i think in that sense it's not devastating to me you know it's yeah. all the past all in the past you know with we're making amends we're making progress you know yeah it's and it's very really slow. unique too. It's very interesting to see. Where yeah, we're for at. sure, we're very, very slow. That's for sure. Very I mean, early it's, stages. Yes. Also, I felt like wow, that's still a coin. At least when it comes to weed, you know. I yeah. mean, this, you know, law, uh, law surrounding surrounding it, and how we approach it, how we look at it today, is still based on the echo of you know initial racism. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of. It, like in your words like made me uh ashamed a little bit in that sense but again i think it's um i, I i'm more optimistic about it that we're making changes we're more aware of it i mean yeah for god's sake that documentary is on netflix you know what <laughs> I mean? like anybody can watch it yeah. you know what i mean like it's I don't, not, do you it's not a lie anymore i don't it's remember not, what the name was uh, oh grass is green 
I think something oh, like that. Oh, the grass is greener yes. or something? Something like that, yes. Okay. I don't want to lie. Well, I the notes to the show info. Yeah, but it YouTube. was a uh, good documentary for Very sure. Very well done. Um, but I, I've said this many times to to people that I'm not, a, uh, I'm not an advocate um, of Netflix, but Netflix has a lot of good documentaries, um, I think, more than other platforms, just because they have... Um, they have a bigger pool of talents yeah. and money, right? It's basically like comparing between Hollywood and, I don't know, like Singapore uh, cinema, right? I mean, the market size is so different, right? I mean, you have, you can expect a lot more quality and uh, things from bigger market, mm-hmm. right? So Netflix has a really good documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. And if you use the theory of living to code right now, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? You wish. Could you imagine? You wish Netflix. Dude, they could give us 100% us of the proceeds and we'd still make no money. So <laughs> they're like, yeah. for every subscriber. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, the first episode of the half coin, 28, right? Well, wait a second. No, two second, right? Because the halfway is 26. 26 yeah. yeah, so... Second episode after uh, after the half point, and um, we decided to change the entire aim of the podcast. <laughs> it's only be about hallucinogenics, <laughs> drugs, racism, and home. Uh, yeah, but uh, everything what, at home. What was the? <laughs> we're talking about home. We sidetracked too much. Yeah, uh, I mean that's just one of the things though mm-hmm. about home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now like, are you excited actually going back home? Like now you're gonna have. Supplies, no yes. problem, you know. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a problem. I will answer that question in two minutes when we get yeah. to our Patreon members. You know, one thing that changed for me here is that I would never smoke. Even, you know, like because before I had no idea it affects my cardio. But I, now I know it does because before I mean, the most uh, strenuous thing I would do is running. And running, I guess I didn't really feel that smoking weight uh, affects my cardio a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that at all, actually. But then I think it has to do with the fact that I smoked cigarettes, too, mm. during the time. So uh, maybe when I felt like, okay, this is affecting me, I attributed to smoking cigarettes, probably. Mm. So it is possible that way. But anyway, the point is, now I know for a fact that smoking weed affects my cardio you know my yeah. lungs right so that's a, that's a permanent change for me um from this experience in thailand uh because i'm doing muay thai twice a day training right now um i, I don't think i will never go back to smoking weight even you know in any form i yeah. think i'm going to just stick with edibles yeah. and besides I, I love edibles i prefer <sighs> edibles edible high is way better for me i don't know how you guys think of it but uh, edible high is way way better not even comparable yeah Yeah. they're very different right they're very (laughs) yeah very different but if you like this content please like subscribe (laughs) leave a comment you know if you got any recommendations for any crazy strains out there man just like recommend them bro yeah well our patreon lee uh asked us to film my fight uh on 13th oh they don't even know yeah did I not announce that? I don't think so. Yeah, so this is a free version steal. Um, we're going into 20 minutes, but yeah, I've, uh, I'm have i going to have my first fight here in Thailand. Um, 
June 13th. Wow. Yeah. In Phuket, Patong. Two weeks. Stadium. Mm-hmm. Literally two weeks yeah. from today, right? Yeah. Yeah, from today. Wow. Two weeks from now. So. Oh, shit. Let's take bets. <laughs> Play some. We won't show you what the other guy looks like because we don't know. <laughs> We're going to film it for sure, but. All right. Yeah. Shall we switch uh, over? Was, yeah, that was uh, the end of our free version this week. Okay, get ready for this right. epic fight. Huh. Thank All you, guys. Right, see you next, next week. Next week, bye.